Welcome to Seize the GM. I'm your host, Zended. I am your co-host, Jules. And I'm Garda Mojé. Have you ever had a great idea for a campaign? Do you have a group of friends who want to play an RPG, but you have no one to run it? Do you want to see what the world is like behind the GM screen instead of in front of it? Well, we're here to help you do just that. Each week, the three of us will be discussing various GMing topics, terminology, maps, atmosphere, world building, you name it. So sit back and relax. Let us help you. Improve your art of GMing. One show at a time. Better, better, better. And we are entering the banter segment. <laughs> and welcome back to another episode of Seize the GM. So. Greetings. Greetings. Hi. Hello from the vast world of cyberspace. Ooh. Spooky. Um, there was an on ramp. <laughs> you see, no, in the nineties, there was this lightning strike, and no, I was sitting in front of my computer, and my cat walked across the keyboard, and then it got teleported into the computer, and now I just I wear permanent red pajamas with an F on my chest. Laser that like digitized you and then sent you into the No, that happened in the eighties. In the nineties, there was a cat that walked across, and you know, I downloaded the entire internet to my brain. So now they there's nothing in there but cat memes. Oh, they cat memes and cat memes. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. for good reason. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, as you can tell, we're all a little bit punch drunk. That could be because it is, in fact, well, crunch and fluff in the time of COVID-19. Yeah. So, I, yeah. Crunch and – okay, I like that term. I'm keeping it. Yoink. It is – So if you're listening to this sometime in the future or have just come up from the cave, there's a large degree of social distancing, quarantining, and otherwise restricting face-to-face social interactions, well, globally right now, because of a highly transmissible, highly fatal viral pandemic. It's true. We are actually in a worldwide pandemic. You know, there's this sort of yeah, we played Plague Inc. Whoever knew. Hmm? It's always interesting when you live in the time of history that the paragraph above you starts with a bold heading because they're going to title this section. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's very true. But, so with all of those crazy things that are going on with social distancing, self-quarantining, regular quarantining, There is going to be a whole lot less being able to sit down with your friends at a table and playing games. So with that in mind, you know, we've kind of, yeah, we kind of mentioned this before. Yeah, we had, we had actually done a whole entire episode on the topic that we're going to be discussing again tonight, which is. Playing games online. And here's the thing, guys. We're not just talking about playing D&D. 
You can play Fate. You can play Shadowrun. You can play almost any bloody thing you want. There's a whole bunch of just tools out there. I mean, a lot of them are D&D based, but a lot of them are more moddable. Or you could take the D&D stuff and shake it up like an extra sketch and use it for your own good. So here's the thing. Don't discount anything out there. You know, give it a look. See what you can use to make it your own. Heck, that might actually be a fun thing to do for, you know, it's like, okay, uh, I'm waiting for dinner to cook. Um, all right, let's go online. Let's check, let's check the, uh, you know, the, the chat on Discord and stuff. <laughs> it's fun. So, go ahead, man. I'll just say there's just a number of different things that we've explored over the years, and yeah, we're just going to revisiting them. Um, we're actually probably going to bring up a couple of those tables uh, that we've used. A couple of different systems we've used. So, you know, if you have any suggestions after we're done, go ahead and toss them to us. We would love to share them. Yes. Actually, um, what I am going to end up doing is I'm going to create a page of resources for this specific thing. So while it will be in the doobly-doo, we are going to actually, I'm going to create another page that is just... Game, online gaming resources that, you know, with direct links to all of the people that we talk about today and those that we find, those that get sent to us, everything. I'm going to put it all together on this one massive page so that everybody has access to it. And I want people to share it. Yeah, so if we don't have something on there, you need to let us know so we can get a link and description in there. We're going to do our best, but we are mostly only human on Seize the GM. So make sure you drop us a link or a line at any of our associated social media, like Facebook, the Facebook group, Instagram, Twitter. Do we Discord. still have the, yeah, Discord. I was saving the Discord and the Patreon for the end, but yeah, yeah the Discord but and the Patreon are the great ways to find us. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, the thing is, like, for mostly human, yes, uh, it is officially official now. Uh, I did not reject the implant. I am now a cyborg. I have metal mini. All, all hail our, our robot overlords. <laughs> Welcome to the uh, archetype. Uh, we have an experience penalty. Just letting you know, uh, it's not the too bad. Essence, I know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, I have missed you guys so much. Ah, so, this is. I'll tell you, the laughter you're getting from all of us goofballs right now. This is the reason we all play games. So we want, during this yucky outbreak, we want you guys to make sure you can still get some joy out there. And I'll be honest, you're probably going to get some great silly stories. And here's the best part. With some of the online tools and some of the online things, you get documentation and proof. Just like, yes, I'm going to swing. And all of a sudden, the barbarian rolls a natural one and shoves the sword up his nose. And, you know, it's just like, okay, you take a point of intelligence damage. What do you do? It's just like, I look at the flowers and I start picking them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You never so, know. So basically the way I've got this broken down right now is there are, there's two basic types of platforms for doing this on. There may be more nuance to it, but we broke it down into just two. One is virtual tabletops, and the other one is uh, VoIP systems. Because not all games require that you have a, uh, 
an actual tabletop. Mm -hmm. So you don't need to have that specific thing for every game. Yeah, and if you're doing, uh, as everyone calls it, episode zero, session zero, like building the character, stuff like that, it's like you might need to do something in a tabletop sim, but, you know, coming up with your character ideas and bebopping around of your backstories and stuff, that could take place over over just, you know, a chat uh, VoIP thingy. <laughs> and it doesn't even have to be just that. There's We're going to go into all kinds of crazy ideas. Because the more people are playing right now, the better. I hope you all have a pen and pencil out there and taking notes. There will be a quiz at the end of this. It, it does help with the social anxiety level that some people are having with this. So we're going to go ahead and just dive into virtual tabletops. Now, I'm going to state this for the record right up front. I have never used a virtual tabletop in any game. System. I believe, uh, I believe when we did the previous episode, that was the main line of dialogue between the two of us. Yes, is that I have never <laughs> used one, and you have used a couple, I think. I've used several. So I've even added an extra one that you did add to the list before I could. See, <laughs> so <laughs> there is, there's right now there are two big bad ones that are out there and the first one is going to be roll 20 and mm -hmm. the second one is fantasy grounds i'm not familiar with fantasy grounds but i think all of us have at least banged around in roll 20 right Once. fantasy grounds has been around for quite some time it's they're paid uh than roll 20. yeah it has yeah that's but that's a thing uh, i haven't heard of it well, it's a paid program, so yeah. it doesn't have that lovely caveat that Roll20 has of free. Yeah. So uh, both of them are actually pretty good programs. Yeah. Uh, Fantasy Grounds has a little bit of a learning curve for those of you who are interested in learning how to do that. Both of them have a little bit of a learning curve. Uh, with any virtual table, as I recommended before, I will recommend highly again, play with them. Get like one of your players with you and just experiment, test stuff out before you try to go live with your players. Because much like everything else we've ever talked about, every module we've ever talked about, any system we've ever talked about, the more familiar you are with the tools you're using, the better time your players will have. And that is especially true. <laughs> the yeah. more seamless it gets. Exactly. And in general, with virtual tabletops, that is the rule. <laughs> yeah. Be familiar with the tool first. That is one that I have had a lot of Yeah, you definitely want to have so, some familiarity. So here's the thing. Um, hmm? Well, my one would be, yeah. So here's the thing. Um, with using, oh, pardon me. With uh, with using the uh, the uh, fantasy grounds, uh, would you recommend like uh, like a noob like me? I haven't I haven't futzed around with it. Would you reckon that? We kind of like go on there and start banging around on it beforehand, or would it be good for like everybody to all kind of get in and bang around at the same time to see if like a problem shared, problem halved, or is it better for everyone to futz around with it on their own? I, I recommend you that your initial time as a game master, get in there with yourself or with one, a single one of your players, 
just to try to dig in, just to see if it is worth your time. Because let's face it, any time you can get all your players together, you should be running the game. Yeah, shouldn't necessarily have to yeah. to run it, but worry about the technology side. So, yeah, but also the the reason I was also thinking is if every just you know having everyone bang on it and see if everyone's comfortable with it. If oh sure it, sure you know that's that it's it's well, more of that kind of thing because yeah, like right. roll twenty is it's a little the the thing is the roll twenty they've got a free option so right. and fantasy well, grounds I believe, I believe fantasy grounds is and it's been a couple of years so they they may have changed this and. But I believe Fantasy Grounds is basically it's a charge for the Game Master. But I should confirm that before we officially put the episode out. So check the doobly-doo <laughs> yes. for follow-up on that. Yeah, any of this, mm-hmm. we will we will probably give, like, you know, a... In addition to, if it's something that's paid, we'll probably list, like, you know, what it costs mm-hmm. in in the page when I do all of the the extra work with the links and everything, I'll probably have like a cost. Yeah. So um, one thing kind of has an idea. So, and also the ones that kind of also have like a, okay, here's the free one. Here is the, uh, here's the paid. This is what you get the free. This is what you get the paid. And if any of them have like uh, online tutorials or a free, Hey, test this out session, test ride, please. It's cause this screwed me up once is, it's like, oh yeah, you you get a test drive, and the test drive is only for three days. On a, it was on a piece of software, and yeah, three days wasn't enough for me to bang out, bang on on it. So yeah, that you know, well, just like with any, just like with any piece of software you're testing out, be prepared for have those limited times in terms of testing. Yeah, yeah. and so, uh, um, also, also here's the cool thing though. Also during this time, and I because I got an email from Zencaster uh, specifically, you know, because we are in a pandemic thing, they've lifted a lot of restrictions. So I got to, they're like, Hey, use this stuff for work collaborations. If you're having VOIP issues or something like that. So see if any of the, the, um, the tools out there are offering, you know, uh, you know, help and cool stuff during this time. And if they do, and they're being really cool about it, you know, also shout those guys out, send us a link. We'd love, it's like anybody that's helping, you know, you know, if anything that's awesome that's especially coming from a gamer space, we want to talk that up because, yeah. you know, it's just like gamers will save the world eventually. We just have to figure out from what. <laughs> I'm thinking if it's from an invasion from hell, hell screwed. You know, have you ever seen what happened with the Doom Slayer? Hello. <laughs> you mean just <laughs> okay. So those are the two big guys. Now, just recently, I have been. Uh, digging around a lot on drive through RPG. And I don't know if any of you guys are even aware of this or not, but they have their own virtual tabletop now called Astral. Well, it's partnered with Astral. It is, it, yeah, Astral's been around for a little bit. It is part of their umbrella now. Uh, that said, uh, I'm going to send a thing <laughs> in chat. <laughs> just a, just just so you get a chuckle out of it over what's on my other screen right now. Oh, oh dear lord, really? Yeah, I'm literally <laughs> looking at it as a test right now. Uh, while we were prepping for the episode, I was discovering Astro, and yeah. it's interesting. It's definitely a. Yeah. It reminds me heavily of Roll Twenty. It's free, much like uh, Roll Twenty is. Both have subscription services. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but similar v- tables. Uh, it seems about the same level intuitive as World 20 has. Same number of systems that are supported. So, you know, it's another interesting system. Uh, you have a few one on here, though, I don't recognize. What's D20 Pro? Okay, so D20 Pro, uh, I actually found that by just doing something as simple as I just did a Google search for virtual tabletops. And this one came up, and it is it is a paid service. Everything I've been able to see says that it's a paid service. Okay. And it is, from the looks of it, it looks pretty cool. And it's a multi-platform, multiplayer tabletop. And it is specialized for running D&D 5e, 3-5, Pathfinder, Starfinder style games. Okay, so basically it's good for those tabletop RPGs that need a wargaming aspect. Yes. Okay. And apparently you can play anywhere. Really? Yes. Because if you don't have access, if you do not have internet access, it provides all of your stuff on and offline. Is what they say. That's kind of spiff. And it's a buy once. Ooh, so it's not a subscription service. It's not a subscription service. It's a buy once. You own it. And there is... like a 30-day trial period, it looks like. And there is a marketplace. So you can buy stuff specific to whatever you're running or, you know, stuff like that. So that's what it seems like. Yep. And it looks like they're going to be doing their own stuff as well. Spare. Totally spare. And also, um, there's oh, um, the best way to the best way to put this is also um, in uh, uh, on Steam actually. Um, there's like there's GM Forge and there's also like Tabletop Simulator, all that kind of stuff. Um, I have played around on that. It is oof. It does, it's best way to best way to no no i'll be honest it is probably one of the most powerful tools for building up whatever the heck you want to do but it's when i went oof it's like i'm not talking it's like oh you know it's you know like okay you're putting up a map and then you're just channeling in music it's like you can actually like build almost like a 3d model you know it's almost game dev level of depth you can go into this you know, where you're building, like, choosing the cobblestones for the streets. Okay. You know, so the it's fun. It's cool. It's awesome. But so, so there's a bigger that, learning curve for that. But yeah, if that's kind say. of something that you really enjoy doing, you know, that's going to give your players, you know, so that they're all, you know, we, we've all, 
anyone that's watched Critical Role and then you know you see Matt brings out like the battle map and has all the minis on there or something like that, you're you're kind of doing that online for your players. And you can have them move their minis around and change the um uh like the pers- uh pers- uh perspective. Thank you, Brain. Good God. So which is absolutely great. There's there it's extremely powerful, but it's more it's a little bit steeper of a learning curve. And it's a little bit more difficult to pull some stuff, like, you know, to get it from your brain and figuring out how you want to put it there. Okay. Um, I will be honest, though, one of the other things that's very awesome with tabletop simulators specifically, you know, not GM Forge and Steam, but the tabletop simulator, you have an option to flip the table. <laughs> you can just go flop and go, and it's, it's, Absolutely ridiculous, because uh, you can also play some board games on there with Tabletop Sim. Um, oh. You know, that's, you know, so the thing is, like, say you're, you've hit a, 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 you've been playing, you hit a, you know, an end, and you're like, ah, we're not really sure what to do with this, but you, everyone still wants to keep playing. It's like, all right, let's bring out, like, um, there's a whole bunch of other table, like, board games you can play on that, too, which is nice. That's cool. So, I mean, you do have to pay for Tabletop Simulator, but the nice thing about it is also you can, um, if you've got more means, or you can you can gift them to other people, and you can buy them in, like, in packs, which is kind of fun. So, you know, like, like I said, it's like, I, I've used both of them. I've used both. And um, I'm going to warn people that really like to dive in deep, set yourself a timer. <laughs> Because I remember starting on this before dinner one time, and then I'm like, all right, I'm done. And, I, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's five in the morning. <laughs> That's funny. So, well, okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, and is, I feel you because there's been a few other things that I've played around with. It's the same sort of way. So, yep. now there's another one on here. And this is going to be the last of our virtual tabletops that we're going to talk about tonight because... Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about it, and this is, we've done a whole other show on just these again. So, this is, you know, these are just the top seven or eight that we've been able to find. There are Mm -hmm. more. (laughs) Trust me, there are always more. So, uh, this one is, what is this called? Skirmish, the RT, Virtual Tabletop. Okay. Yeah, right, so it's have, actually telling that you uh, you have no memory of this because we did talk about it last time too. Awesome. <laughs> well, here, here's the thing: is it here's, well, here's the thing? Is a it, it's in beta. It's is it a browser based or is it its own app? No, no, it's an its own uh, downloadable app. Okay, most cool. of, most of the others are browser based, but Skirmish is its own uh, app. It is very much a beta, but it is completely free, unlike a lot of the other options. So if you need to crank out something simple with simple dynamic lighting, simple maps, things like that, Skirmish well, can do, do that for you. I think I vaguely remember you talking about this. Yes, I ran, a, uh, yes I, remember. I ran a 5e campaign in it. Okay. And I really enjoyed it. But like I said, it is still in beta, even though it's been a year since we did that a previous episode. It's yeah. still very much in beta. But it's worth checking out if you want to go with a completely free option. Okay. That's cool. Hmm? There is another free one, and I can't remember which one it, or like what it's called. Um, oh, Map Tools. 
is, is what it is. And that's another one that's free. Uh, and it's got like multiple variations of things. But I believe that one is you have to be all sitting in the same room, but I could be wrong. We'll have to look it up. But I think that's the one, or the one that I was thinking of. If you know what one Zen is thinking of, and we haven't fixed the doodly-doo or the link on csthegm.com, find us on social media and tell us. Yes. Yes. All those social join medias. Our, join our Discord. Tell him in the Discord that you found it and he's wrong. Oh, please do. Please come join our Discord because I am trying to uh, get all of the people that play in the actual plays as well to join our Discord. And right now there's three of us from the regular from the regular AP episodes that are is actually on the Discord server. So, but in addition to virtual tabletops, other ways to take gaming online are just primarily through VoIP systems and, and having kind of voice communication where you don't necessarily need a, a tabletop or a map to run with. Now, some of them you're going to know already. And we didn't even mention the, the old granddaddy in the original list of TeamSpeak. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The thing is, like, the cost on getting, like, a server for a year is dirt cheap. Holy cow. TeamSpeak is still robust. It, yeah, it's still robust. It still works. We've added it to the doodly-doo by now. But it's that original voice communication client where you can actually have different rooms, different roles, and a... a There's recording capabilities in it, too. And the recording capabilities mm -hmm. already built in. So... So that I'm way you can make sure that so there's that proof yeah. or for people like if this, if you're using it for like day zero and you're bringing in a new person, you can actually play bits and pieces of what they were talking about. So, you know, and it's also really good if you're somebody that really likes to take notes and, and uh, we have a player in one of our games who journals yeah. what she was doing uh, and kind of getting from mind space. But when she, we, when we kind of had a waxy glassy syndrome, uh, her, because uh, lucky, lucky, lucky ducky, I am so jealous. She won a contest to get sculpting lessons, and I'm jealous, but uh, she couldn't make a couple games. So we had her in waxy glassy, but she was still there. So recording the game, I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of sort of what I did. Yeah. So yeah, that's a great, great way to do it. Now, there's mm -hmm. a lot of options in this regard. These are just a few of the things. So I'm just going to kind of hit these a little quick. But mm -hmm. number one, we already talked about TeamSpeak. That is a that is an oldie. The other oldie yeah. that's out there is Skype, mm -hmm. which we still use to record this episode. <laughs> so, well, it has a lovely little chat function, so we're all doing it. it has so chat, if you... You can, you can show pictures. You can do voice you can do video and you mm -hmm. can record it all natively within it and you can also record video natively Ooh, yeah so i forgot about all that all of these options are now open to you in skype that were not open for a very very long time mm -hmm. well again skype got eclipsed by some of the other ones that have come up since then but it's still consistent 
and it still has one of the most stable connections, which matters when you're speaking, when you're talking all about voice. Yeah. Can mm-hmm. you hear me? Do you hear all of my words? That stable connection on Skype is still something that has beaten the other systems. Now, one of our other contenders that's on there is getting closer now, but the first time we tried it, we couldn't get more than a minute and a half before it started degrading. Oh, and that yeah. kept us away for, oh, a year easily. Mm-hmm. Oh, Zencaster? No. Discord. Zencaster? No, Zencaster was good for talking on time, but it was the recording when we started getting the audio drift. Yeah. There yeah, were dis- issues. Yeah. That's a different conversation for a different show. Yeah. But, but Discord... Oh, disc- holy... Discord's one of my favorites right now. For a it's an all-in-one. Exactly. All, so if you don't need to have, like, the map thing... Discord has dice bots. Discord has like initiative trackers. And they have people right now developing new, what is it? Exploding dice, I think is the one. Yep. Exploding dice is my favorite. Holy crap. And they are making stuff better and augmenting it each and every day. But the thing is. And now in full disclosure, we have actually had an interview with him about exploding dice. This is true. We have talked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've, we've had. We're, I'm the thing is like though it's still all it, so we had an interview. It's still an awesome thing. It's like it, it's what we use when I when I do Earth Dawn because holy crud monkeys! I can't remember what step means to what. It, it's I am not as awesome as Gardemanger that can memorize. It's just like oh yes, the step sixteen is you know X. I'm like I just like type roll step sixteen and I'm burning a karma and f you monster. And I still roll all once because the dice hate me. Yeah. I was going to say, that just sounds, that, that just tracks. That's normal. Yeah. Well, dice hate. But the thing is, like, it's easy. And the nice thing with the rolling of the dice, like the chat functions, you can always scroll back. Um, but so if you're doing stuff that requires dice rolls, but doesn't require, like, maps or stuff like that, it's probably one of the most powerful things you can play around with. And, you know, there's a lot of people are getting on it. So, you know, also for like if people are playing video games and stuff like that, it's it has increased in popularity a lot in our current, as we described, COVID-19 social distancing. And so it's really been opened up to a lot of people and it's a good time to jump on. It's got the voice chat. It's got the text chat that I think is better designed than the Skype or the TeamSpeak one. The bots, in addition to, you know, personal favorite and friend of the show, Carlton's Exploding Dice Bot. There are other bots that will do other things, including Craig, whose recording capabilities has increased significantly. Mm -hmm. And by the way, 2D20 plus a D8, if I remember correctly. This is why I love you, Gautamage. Yeah. Hey, you're okay. the one that, so, that got my character rocking, so I, I'm eternally dead for you for that. Uh, oh, it's, really- yeah, it still rocks in the episode I listened to today. <laughs> all right, so <laughs> in addition to all of these, there is also Google Hangouts. Now, it's a lot more casual. It is a lot more casual, but it's still, if all you're doing is chatting it's great it does it does exactly what you need to do it has chat mm-hmm. built in it yep. can do all of those things too it's and a, a like yeah 
And if you've already got a Google account, which a lot of people that have Androids, dollars to donuts, you probably do. I think most people have a Gmail account somewhere. Gmail accounts of some variety, yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. I I don't want to assume. Because some people I know will always be, I love Apple and and down with Google. I'm like, okay. Um, I have an iPhone and I have all of my Google stuff on there. Yeah. yeah, but it's 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 the the one thing I love with Google Hangouts is it's great mobile. It it's I've never had any issues. I've used uh, I've used Discord on uh, on my phone. I've used Skype on my phone, and occasionally there's a little bit of goof, especially when it cuts from the Wi-Fi to the 4G. I have never had that issue with Google Hangouts, but that's just me. It might be where I am, but Google Hangouts seems. Yeah, it also I, I've just found Google Hangouts, at least when I'm using it on my phone, it's a little bit more stable than some of the others. But I think it also because it doesn't have as many like bells and whistles as Discord or anything else. Yeah, but it doesn't have to, to allocate bandwidth, all of that. But the nice thing about it is like if you're in the car and you have to make a long drive down because um, the dog got into the toilet paper and ate every last bit of it. And I'm still laughing at my friend for that. But, uh, and you need to go drive down like an hour because this one place has toilet paper, you know? Uh, so you're not going to be back in time to, to meet up for the start of the game. It's pretty seamless going in and out, so. Well, in a related Related to that is Zoom, which has gotten a lot of attention recently for VoIP and also video conferencing. It is started as an enterprise client, so it's originally business-oriented, but it can be used for just chatting and fun on its own. There is um, there's some time limitations if you don't have a business account for how long you can go with certain peep numbers of peoples, but most of your gaming should be a small enough group that that's not triggered. It's uh, one I have not used a lot, either professionally or for fun, so that's about the best description I can give off the top of my head, but it's also integrated with Google, so you can uh, just sign in and activate it through a Google sign-on account. Yeah, you can. Uh, I actually have used Zoom. There is uh, one of the friend of the show, uh, the guys over at uh, the World Builders Anvil. Mm-hmm. We used to do hi guys, a, we love you. We used to do a once a month um, kind of like check in on a bunch of creatives that were doing stuff, and we used Zoom to just you know talk and and bash ideas around and stuff like that so yeah it works really well for voice and video Mm. so it it does do a really good job of both of those things with very little in the way of glitchiness yeah so So if there's if there's voip systems if there's void systems that uh, you guys have out there have used that you've had good success with or you know other ways of you know like chit-chatting and uh, you know, run your game, you know, using like uh, you know, like face, like FaceTiming and video calling, uh, Facebook calls. Let us know. We we're, if there's any way we can make sure that more games can happen, we're totally up for it. So let us know and let us know good things you've heard or experienced with these systems, and 
things to look out for. So like say, say, hey, this is good, but it doesn't handle X, Y, Z pretty well. Hey, that's great. We can you, we can work around it because no one wants to, you know, right before an epic battle that's going to be happening, then we're sitting and waiting for it's like, well, I want this load. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. So, yeah. All right. Please come find us. Tell us any others that you guys are using. Also, go ahead and start sending us if you like. Like, I use Sirenscape for, for sounds. I have Indeed. A, I have a paid subscription. So I uh I still write with Sirenscape on in the background. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is it is by and large the best one out there, I believe. There are it's, lots of It's amazing. Things. It it is amazing. However, and I am going to tell you this as somebody with a musical background in Gautamage, you might be able to back me up. Because a lot of it, if you've got like musical in the ambient sound and all this other stuff, um, I've sometimes because it's really good, kind of like, ooh, that sounds really cool and kind of zoned out and, you know, <laughs> kind of forgot what I was doing. It's that good. It, it, it's yeah. it. The sound quality is good. It, it feels organic. You're not getting that, you know, every 20 seconds you hear a bird call kind of a thing. And it's not the same kind of bird call. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, uh, I actually created one for the final battle in our first uh, fate game. And everybody was just like, oh, my God, what is this? Brilliant. (laughs) So, yeah. It and those were great. And when you can drop that on the players that are sitting there and they're just like, oh, my God, this sounds yeah. so cool. It, it'll, it really helps bringing some uh, a, a little bit more immersion to the experience, especially if we're all sitting stare, staring at a glowy screen. Unless we're already playing like a cyberpunk game, then staring at a glowy screen, we're already immersed. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, if we're doing a noir yeah, game. It was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they, but the thing is like it, it there's there's wonderful little bits out there, you know, like Sirenscape for for adding ambiance. There's some uh wonderful online tools for like uh everyone knows like D D Beyond where you can hook your character sheets in and and work like that. So that way you can send like ninja notes to people and make sure that you know what all of their saving throws are and stuff like that. Um what was Scabbard? is another good one out there oh, yeah. and it helps keeping, you know, on your online stuff, you know, yeah, it, you can set really cool. Like I started really playing with that for a while. Oh yeah. And there was, they had gotten so far along that there was a way to do. So you could have the general information and you could have layers of what they had found and you could unlock layers by character so that the players logging in could see a different version than the character next to them because they mm-hmm. found more information than the character and next to them. That is, and that's probably one of the coolest things you do in an online game is, you know, it, it's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use vampire and influences. All right, somebody that has <laughs> underworld in. I love you too, Garamondre. But somebody that has police influences is going to have a very different kind of read on the world versus somebody with university, you know? 
So that's really kind of a cool thing. So you can actually, and if you have the layers, you can have like level one, level two, level three, level four. So one, everyone that has level one in street all has the same information. But those that have more, you kind of get that. All right, here's here. It's like, oh, here's what the beat cops are saying. And then you start hearing, okay, here's some of the internal investigations, the higher influences. Yeah. And the nice thing with Scabbard is, is that it is system neutral. Yep. It is not tied to any game systems. You can do all of your own cool things with it. So it is definitely something really cool to check out. And um, we tell will us what you think. A, a link in the show notes again, again, since that, that was another fun image we didn't get to talk about. So here, FYI, guys. So if you guys run a game online, you use any of the virtual tabletops, use a VoIP system, use, use Sirenscape, use Sabrick. Let us know what you used, how you used it, how it went. What kind of stuff did it give to your game? What, how did it enhance it? How did it make it a little bit more, ooh, give it that that eyeball gets really wide factor? Yeah. So. Yes. <laughs> Find Sorry, us I've been. Social things. Yep. Links in the doodly-doo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And on the website. Oh, yes, the website. Um, okay, so let's go ahead. And we are going to just go ahead and roll right into our next session. And now we enter Stat Blocks. This is a segment where you can use something that we've created in your game tonight. go first i have been so busy this week guys okay um, but i am going to include a glorious one of my um fun little maps that somebody will be able to just download and Ooh. you're in for a treat people I i've seen his map it's it's you get the jaw drop it's not like those rough sketches you get on like you know, like your your scrap note paper. It's like, no, these are gorgeous. I try to do them good. <laughs> it's it's time. It does take me a bit of time to do one, um, but I have a little bit of time, so I'm going to work really, really hard on getting that done. Yeah. Well, c considering the map that we're going off of in our D and D game is kind of pencil scrawled on a legal pad. No, you guys are up for a treat. Yeah, <laughs> one of, one of Zen's maps. Holy cow! I always preferred graph paper, but that's me. <laughs> Zippy didn't have any. All he had was his legal pad that he was taking notes on. So he's like, oh, crud, shoot. I've I been forgot to draw person. the world. I've been a horrible person before and used uh, note cards. Yeah. In addition to the graph paper that's down, but then there are note cards in 3x5, 4x6, and 5x8 variations that actually can get layered over or replace that's part awesome. of what's on the graph paper so that they don't get too complacent as players. That's funny. Oh, that's but, awesome, though. I, I'm a horrible human you're gonna have to, sometimes. No, like, you're going to no, have to tell no, us no. how... how we're we're going to put a pin in that for a future episode yeah. is yeah. how to... I think that'd be a good one in how to maintain mystery and how to maintain a, a little bit of that wonder. I think that's a good one. Uh, sorry, <laughs> Scott <Scarlet Roger. laughs> It, look, it's like not not everything in the world needs to be like super secret squirrel suspense thing. But you know, even if you're doing like a, a dungeon delve in D and D, and it's you're all it's like 
jolly cooperation. You know, you're you're not going to see the whole freaking dungeon. I, I will tell you three pages of one specific gaming book that I got in 1992 that I have used the most in any game I have ever in all the games I've run since then. Mm-hmm. We'll save that for the one. But first, I mentioned to you offline before we started. Beware the cougar. Yes, mm-hmm. you did. Now you're going to explain yourself, sir. Cortical glutamate retroviral expression 23. Maybe there was a time before it could infiltrate our minds, but if so, it's been lost to cortical glutamate retroviral expression 23, or cougar. The informational virus that is the constant backdrop for the planet is incorrigible, or so we've all been told. To the greatest extent, there is no permanency in memory so that every step is both a statement of trust and an idiosyncratic expression of individuality. How a viral agent worms its way into well-stored memories but never seems to interfere with language or schema development can only be explained by purposeful deployment. Who or what created or released Cougar? And can you ever find an answer that exists for longer than a split second of short-term memory? That's cool. You monster. You monster. I love it. It's it's a literal meme. It's 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 a mental virus. It's it's a meme. <laughs> it's it's meme fantastic. Plague. It's a meme plague. <laughs> well, and if you go back to one of our previous episodes where there are the um you know informational memetic minds, put those two together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the Gautamanje uh, extended universe. Oh, I have several. Yeah, I, yeah. Say, yeah. We, there's two of us that have been doing this since we started this. There are bits and pieces for multiple worlds of mine in all of this. So mine have been a little bit more blatant, but yeah. But no. Bring us up. Uh, 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 my microphone right. appears to be uh, uh, unplugged. Um, uh, I can't talk right now. Um, please leave a message. <laughs> You've been streaming Beep. too much, haven't you? Um, writing more than streaming. Uh, both have been kicked off. That's but uh, let's just say the next novel's outline is finally done. And it was a pain in the Turkish to get that outline out. I I've skipped a few. It's life. Life comes first. Well, Jules, we haven't heard yours though. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's the cult of childhood reclamation. Are you tired, drained? You just huddle under the covers when you have adult responsibilities. Well, there's a wonderful group that's looking for members just like you. Spend your time reveling in the memories of youth. Keep the awareness of adulthood with the freedom of childhood. Mortgage, forget it. Bills, forget them. Personal hygiene, not a problem. Family responsibilities, what family? You just live in your own little world and ignore reality. Our wondrous leaders take all responsibility for keeping you healthy, comfy, and fed. They handle the adult stuff so you can just get to play. Sound too good to be true? Well, we promise you it's not. You will still learn and grow and gain knowledge just like you did when you were a kid. 
We just want to bring joy back into the world, not subtly brainwash you into solving complex riddles that will unlock the portal to the mystic realm of power. And we're certainly not planning on using you for sacrifices that will power the portal itself. Barry, LaVon, remind me to get in touch with our advertising department and have them transferred to our energy department. Ah, so we invite you to join us in eternal sunshine and swing sets. Your revitalization is necessary for the future we're all looking for. End official transmission. Oh, is that okay? Oh, I am so glad that it meets with your approval, your grand fuzziness. It is my greatest reward to serve you, my Lord Fuzzybutt. Glory to the hamster revolution. The world will be ours. <laughs> oh my <laughs> what <laughs> I can come up with really wacky on occasion that is hilarious I like it yep that is fun so for, for me the thing is like you know how, how would you use this it's like if you're running a game that's on the sillier side that's not super duper grimdark all right. And if also if you need an antagonist that's incredibly evil yet really adorable, or you just need a foil for some for something that's evil and competent. Yeah. Because honestly, it's like ah, the hamsters will take over the world, but I don't think it'll be through manipulation, you know, mind wiping. It's just like they'll be like, yes, yes, ooh, a carrot. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Sorry, I, I, I saw those. You know, like those hamster videos where they're doing like hamster eating tiny burritos, hamster doing like all those really cute things. And I saw one with like a with a cultist robe and I'm like, hello. <laughs> That's great. All right. I miss so much on the Internet. <laughs> There's too much to Internet. Yeah, there is. <laughs> so, all right, let's go ahead and flip on into our next segment. Lexicon where we give you cool words to help improve your vocabulary. Okay. So the word this time is torpid. Hey, anyone that played vampire, we already know this one. No. Right, yeah. it's, a, it's a type of, uh, it's I a know. Type of torpedo, right? It is, it is <laughs> in fact, a type of torpedo. <laughs> a special type of torpedo. Okay. No, but for those of us that played vampire, we know we know where the root word for torpor came from. So yes, that is true. Now, this is an adjective. All right. So the definition. So there's two definitions, which are kind of all the same. All right. So it is sluggish in functioning or acting. Uh, having less motion or the power of exertion or feeling, so when you're not and exhibiting or characterized by torpor or dormant. And then there is lacking in energy or vigor. So now the first known use of torpid is 15th century, and that was in the uh, meaning of having lost motion or the power of exertion or feeling. Now, the history and etymology. This is, um, it's a Latin. Well, yeah. Yeah. So it, it <laughs> comes from uh, 
from English in, comes from Middle English, from Latin, which is torpidus, and which is also akin to the Lithuanian terp. To become numb. And it's lookup popularity is in the 40% of words at the bottom. Well, I mean, that tells us a lot about the current popularity of Vampire the Masquerade. Yeah. Yeah. No, but say no knock vampire fans just couldn't resist. Yeah. So, all right. Indeed. Let's go ahead and hit our, uh, our little shout outs here at the end. Show. All right, so. Uh, Zen, go first. Okay. Someone else was told, but I volunteered. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say you, but okay. Um, so I started watching Westworld. Yes. So far, it is a very interesting science fiction story. How far in are you? Season one? Yeah. Okay. Season Ooh, three okay. just season three just started, season which is three why just started, I know. So that's why my wife is like, You need to watch this. You're gonna put so many ideas. And I actually had before I saw Westworld or knew anything about it. I have an idea to run a game that is almost exactly like all of the other worlds that are not Westworld. So for anyone listening, smiled spoilers to be involved. Westworld, the TV show, is based loosely off a Michael Crichton movie from the 70s, which starred the in indescribably awesome Yule Brenner. But it is one of a series of vacation theme park worlds yep. where there are robots. Yeah. So, Except mine is slightly different, um, and I'm not going to go into it because I still might end up running something with all of the uh, hosts of this show at some point. And we'll just leave it at that. You know, there's an added layer of humor there. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Since no wanted to go, Garde Manger. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sometime in the next week, get offline for a little bit. Uh, I know I've recommended kind of similar moments and, and individual points before, but right now more than ever, I think there are a lot of people who need to get offline. While online is currently our social lifeline, while it's currently the, the methadone by which social interactions happen for a lot of people, and especially for extroverts, there's also a lot of negativity that is going along with that. It's not just about overall situations, but people are projecting their anger and unhappiness about social distancing, about quarantine, about fear and anger online. And some people are even, you know, having those little self-reinforcing, self-referential closed loops of people that aren't healthy. So find the time, take the time, and this is a really important period of time to make sure you unplug for at least a little bit and let your own mind have a little space to breathe. Yeah. 
Here, here, my friend. Here, here. Absolutely. Okay, no, you can go. Are you sure? No, ask, up, ask your snub again. <laughs> no, I, I just, I couldn't <laughs> pass it. Uh, look, I'm gonna let you finish, but. <laughs> nice. No, um, so I just recently finished uh, going through Monster Hunter World Iceborne. I've been streaming it the last couple of months, and uh, literally last night, I beat the game. And this uh, was my first Monster Hunter uh, setting game. And if you ever need to visualize what it's like fighting a dragon, how big they are compared to the characters in a campaign, how gas attacks would work coming from a green dragon or anything like that. Watch or play this game because it, it it's it was such an experience playing just see how D and D monsters kind of stuff how they actually would look. And this has been like the best game I've played so far. That's not just a oh he's a CGI cutscene where your character's different. It's like no, you actually get all the whole big fight thing and how the dragon rears up and how it looks at you hungrily from a distance. And it's just that slight flicker of fire in the back of its throat as it knows it's coming right for you. That's cool. And yeah. it also displays the ultimate might of the ultimate power of sword and shield. Go watch the uh, complete idiot's guide to Mon Hunter Herder, Monster Hunter. Mm. <laughs> uh, light bow going all the way, thanks. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can find a way to if I can pew pew in a game, I'm gonna pew pew in the game. Darn <laughs> skippy you are! It's awesome. Mm -hmm. Fun. All right. Yeah. That's so definitely check it out. Oh yeah. At least watch it. Oh. Absolutely. Hey, if you ever pick it up for PC, I'll help carry you. <laughs> oh, I won't ever pick a thing for PC. My PC hey, is for recording my Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, bring us home. Okay. Um, best way to put this, I, I have found, I stumbled on a YouTube channel called Life of Boris. I found it because it was, the first video I saw was how to put a hat on a cat. And I'm like, eh? And it was a demonstration on how to hand make an Ushanka you know, like the, the fuzzy Russian hats for your cat ended up binging his almost entire channel. And it's funny. It has Slavic recipes. So you can make chibrek, you can make uh, peroshki, you can uh, like how to make your own doctor's sausage, which I didn't even know what that was. And I'm like, oh, it's a it's a Slavic cuisine. So it's, you know, there's it's adorable and you get to learn how to get that super Slav power and you experience a lot of it. You learn a lot about kind of like, kind of like Slavic. I don't want to say like full culture, but it, it's more modern stuff. So you learn the cooking. You learn, you you watch him play video games, and you also get to watch him play around with the uh, comrade cat, aka Artyom, who is absolutely adorable, and they're really funny. But and probably the most entertaining things I have watched on YouTube in a while. They're and I was just like, oh, okay, this is, I, I didn't believe initially that this was uh, Slavic. And then I looked over, he was plugging stuff into electric cords. I'm like, you know, electrical outlets. I'm like, that's Russian. I know that one. You know, so, and he's, he's flo uh, he flew around, he would, or drive to uh, different Slavic countries looking at uh, and trying like the local recipes, what they're known for. 
Uh, okay, it's like how to get goulash. What's in a goulash? That kind of stuff. I'm like, holy cow, it's awesome. Nice. So, and it's adorable, you know, and I, I recommend it. It's it's upbeat, most of it. And there's actually, he came up with a uh, a card game called Kalashnikov. <laughs> and you he shows you how to play it, and it's great. I was like, ooh. That's cool. Yeah. So, you know, it's like if you're stuck at home with your kids and your family, you know, it's like you could play Kalashnikov. It's fun. It really is. So, cool. I right, recommend guys. it. Well, I think that's going to go ahead and uh, call it a show. So, thank you again for hanging out with us here on Seize the GM. Considering how much time we're all spending at home, Think about playing games online again. Go back, re-listen to episode 70. Take a look at the page Zen's going to get up on the website or in the doodly-doo. And tell us if we missed anything for virtual tabletops or VoIP systems you commonly use. Also, any other resources you think gamers should have when they do this. Yeah. Drop us a line, drop us a link, and we'll be happy to add it. And, you know, chat with us in the Discord about games you are playing. We're always happy to hear from people that are listening to us. You know, so if you guys came up, had like a totally kick-ass online session, we want to hear about it. So, yep. you know, look forward to hearing all the all the, the wonderful, wonderful uh, adventures you get on, even in this time where we can't, uh, you know, like stare at our dice directly, you know. All right, guys. So, until next time, have a good Roll one. some dice. And take, and, care of some and take care of yourselves out there. Have fun out there. And remember, social distancing is at least six feet. And wash your hands. Hey, think of it this way. You can now visualize a battle map. <laughs> and... We'll see you guys next time. You can contact us or the show using Twitter, Facebook, or plain old email. Our Twitter accounts are at Zendead, at Jules Podcaster, and at 2050 and the show's Twitter account is at SeizeTheGM. You can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash SeizeTheGM. Or chat with us and other RPG lovers in our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash SeizeTheGM. You can email questions or comments to the show at admin at SeizeTheGM.com. And if you have a few bills you want to send us, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast, And we thank you. joining us for this episode of CCGM. Feel free to leave a comment about this episode on our webpage, www.seizethegm.com. Let the dice fall where they may, and we'll see you all again next week. Seize the GM is released under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, share-alike 4.0 international license. 
all copyrighted materials referenced herein are held by their respective owners. No infringement intended and no claim of ownership is implied. The music for the show is Dreaming Spirit off the album Ghost Machine by the Enigma TNG. His music is released under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported license.